This podcast is sponsored by Dubby Energy. Uh, clean energy, drink for focus, no jitters, crash, or BS. Dubby, be better. If anyone purchase anything for Dubby Energy, use my code Richard Augusto. You get 10% off off your purchase. This is the Augusto Lee Podcast this week on the final one before my big break. So, this Sunday, whatever. Let's go straight to Raw. Okay. Raw this week. To recap Raw. Turn to CM Punk Survivors at social media on fire Saturday night. Best in Raw. One star to be unlikely are set for the WWE ring again. But the same goes. Uh, never say never professional wrestling. So, yeah. Uh, Saturday preview featured Baby Teens, Blood Games, Ripley, Gunther, Tanya the Belts, Escobar scoring a win over Dragon Lee, Money Raw, Return, Punk's Return, and stuff. Let's see what happened. We go to the opening segment. Raw opened with a video recap of what happened. Survivors, every episode of Return Punk. We got three, uh, bringing a new intro for Raw, including different music. Raw. Orin came to kick things off a huge part of the crowd. He's been happy to be back. Plus, packs of fans. He made his way into the ring. Stop saying that and signing the figure for a young fan. The Vipers say he's happy to return. Cody called him up, not only because of their friendship, but also because he wanted to be part of the war games with son of the man who rented the match, Dusty Rhodes. Orin said he has to finish best with the bloodline, including Jay Uso, that's when Raider Bleak by herself since the Underman Day of Pantano with WWE while he was gone. Never see him impressed that Daddy's back. The segment ended with Under Orton trying to take out Dominic Mysterio Monday night. This is a great opening segment. Orton did a great job controlling the crowd. The neutral might be some time feel right, but that's the last energy on the last theme song that we used. The first hour of the show was already air on a commercial. Orton said he understood why Bloodline did it. It was perfect. They had he tried to claim the high road and everything he done as a heel, nobody would have bought it. The crowd chanted, Who's Your Daddy? was great. We go to attack team turmoil. After the young piece had a meltdown last week, he booked several tag teams to compete in a tag team turmoil match to see with duo. Where to get the next shot at the tag titles? Tazawa, Otis represent Alpha Academy, Star Bauer, Gustav, and Champa, Gargano. And here's the order elimination. The OI eliminated Alpha Academy. <laughs> <laughs> DIY eliminating this year. The Creep Brothers eliminated DIY. The Creep Brothers eliminated New Day. The Creep Brothers eliminated Imperium. Had the first hour of show be commercial free was a good move because it allowed WWE fine give tag team division some attention when it's the word needed for months. The Creeds got so much time allowed to show up fans with those who don't watch it. They see a better idea of what they could do. Saying the Creeds won the top shot of US Speed WWE Tag Team Champions. No one was awesome. We got a quick segment with our truth. It's kind of funny. Jenny will look have to beat the Zara. Nice, nice cuss by Buster De Gargano. The way to Zara felt to Johnny Wrestling was kind of brutal. The and I had a nice mistake. She is more valuable as a manager. I mean, performer than a manager. Watching a man or say I'm holding on a grown man that's impressive. Brutus father shop of Vincent when he had a Brutus bowl of left fun. We got Ibar versus Bruce and Reed. 
Cody Jones about clear himself the first entry of 2024's Royal Rumble match. This led to Shinsuke Nakamura dressing himself on the big screen. The artist used video structure to get sick of a hiding nightmare blow red mist in his face. After the break, Ivar brought the Reed met for a fight. Ivar Reed attends the biggest guys of WWE. But the capable of surprising people is speed and agility, those are two big dudes hitting each other. Both suicide overcharged child over everything they had, displayed their momentum, strength, psychic ability, rather about. Matches like this are few brought between nowadays with nice change of pace, see two meaty men slapping meat, big e-pods falling from ear to ear while watching this. As the Valhalla dropped it from the inside, both men were kind of while fighting the timekeepers arena. They continue to fight through the crowds and security right break them up. They use guards as weapons against each other. This was just playing from the start, finish, the ending. Well, be some upset some, but it leads to a rematch that should be better. Double count out. Nakura promos Japanese are so much cooler than English ones. <sighs> we had Wade Barrett talking about big guy he and Jim was hilarious. Reed suplex Ivar is oppressive. Ivar breaking the lid ring apron with a crossfire is cool. We got Reed caught Ivar up apron to have to come up along anyway. Nia Jax with Story Stark after a back to second. Stark and Nia Jax ended up a singles match this week. Use the speed of Stark uses speed to avoid Jax and hit a few herb barracks early on. This is force power mentally made much for a manage. This is says the contest, but but job how much Jax approved during the time when he will also make it start look like a competent battle has baby face. The same have the match, but uh, first you hear Ronald Rat move. A pin, but Lark had a word showing. Nice chance to defeat Zoe Starks. Hey, you're gonna find your joy during the battle. You just need a lot. Why? And it's like. Oh, he is a little bit changed. To be able to stop doing it anyway. Right away, right away, right away. It's just when your opponent comes out, makes so sad. Jack's standing there the whole time. Jack's had a timeout wisely. Shape better. She moves around a lot better than she used to. This was set to look really good. Tag Team Champions. Okay. 
Rollins, KSI, can't have to give a problem before you say too much. Star Trek for Sam Punk. The veteran called Punk hypocrite said he wants better singles. Second talk about him is going to discuss with his next charger. It'd be dramatic to match the ring. He said he needs to get his pocket back after losing war games when he wins the world title right as well as that right now. The original reveal needs to put in the title as Next week, you learn to him with a headbutt on the river and bust him with a rope in the bed. Who's KL? Help Long. Bring him off. But after the break, just a green pepper name and put the one in the tag tiles in line against Talia and Tiger Knox. Uh, the other couple chance had a hard time about racing for new and they were faced by the men to take control of the break. Okay. They've been picked up the room for a team with a rough body and knocks to see. So both belts as a green celebrate ringside. The match was fine. Basically fell out. They've been green to pee. Tell you I'm taking knocks. Looks like Wallace Rams just had punks to turn side. It was just working. Him working in my game, my attire were great. Just a great way to just also green makes sure I work the second. She uses green force. He was the most entertained people. Nice, he's more fighter, fired up than usual. Diamond Serial versus already Orton. The main event of the show this week was match between Orton and Mysterio set during uh, on the open segment. Don had to control only, but was quickly thrown by. The Viper had a shoulder tackle. Jade was not encouraged to say he to get back in the ring with Lance Orton beating him to more. So surprisingly, Dom was able to get some offense. Elijah Keller got a screen job selling him before he took over again. Jelly Roll sitting around the road got in an argument with Duggan. He pushed GD and Dom pushed against with Orton. The Viper, Dom put on a fun main event. They gave proud plenty of reason to chat cheer. Orton scored with a nice RKO. Orton defeated Monk, Dominic Mysterio. Barrett, my own physique was kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Dominic got better selling in 2023. He got a lot, a lot more things to make each. Seems like a big impact. Orton took a big bump into the steel. Orton threw Dominic, was awesome. Then we go to CM Punk in his final war as well. The first thing Punk said when he got in the ring was look like hell froze over. He made a quick hockey joke to get laughed when he was. Well, like a suffocate. He said he was chained, he was fighting home, which got big CM Punk chain going. He thanked the crowd for not forgetting him, forgetting him, even though he wouldn't want to forget himself. He said he has a wife, and he's doing well, sending so regards, and he welcomed back with open arms by almost everyone. All in all, this is a pretty tame promo, where you can see what people expect him to say. This show has some more energy, and most episode raw. So gave me credit to Punk Return. It wasn't him at all. It felt like we crossed the board. Orton Triple Orton and Ryan Troop bring back a long basketball club by many fans. Also jeopardated having a troop got power to show up with a coach. Also Rashford decent. If you want Orton one launch one, make a read versus Ivar. Anytime you can see two big men fight, you should take the opportunity to push each other to the limits. So yeah, that was Raw this week. That was Raw. Let's go straight to Dynamite. Alright, let's get to our Dynamite review. And then straight to Rampage spoilers. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Anime from the Tiger Center in Minneapolis. The show featured Moxie, Strickland, Building Momentum, and Continental Classic. The Masked Devil playing games with MJF, Christian Cage, and, so, and I mean, Christian Cage rebuttal to Adam Copeland and more. Let's get to this week's Dynamite. <laughs> the Continental Classic getting steamed. The, the tournament breaking to strike three Gold League matches. Hooks, goals, and narratives are developing through a story competition, particularly Moxley's story struggling are engaged at top contenders for the ultimate victory. Moxley earned a victory with Jay Light in an ongoing bound evening. Lethal had an edge of quickness, these like technical prowess. Moxley had an edge of pummeling power. Moxley tweaked his knee and suicide dies. Though it went to work the joint. Lethal locked in the figure four. Moxley held to reach the ropes with a break. Lethal side to finish from Moxley class for the map for execution. The name pain. BLT was told however was a clever ruse. The second pulled Lulu to the tag. Moxley hit up for a sneaky panorama param ship. Lethal was a victim to King Kong Lair and Pile Driver kicked out of two monsters to a near naked choke. By a triangle trapped Lethal's arm, he was forced to submit. Ru- then we go to Roosh showing trying to transfer forward to a triumph for Brusco. It was a slugfest from opening belt. The pace was pushing the pedal to the metal to Roosh hurt his leg. El Torbanco had three moments and for the Bulls horn drop kick finish. He was moving way too slow in first attempt due to leg injury. So Brusco easily escaped the impact. Roosh a little bit faster than second attempt. His movement was nowhere than typical speed. Brusco counter for a spear. Roosh survived froggy bows. A rally suplex to a corner. Roosh see the moment the charge full seam headed for the Bulls horn away. Win. Yeah. The moment intriguing match was Swerve versus Jay White in the main event. So the battle line right in the middle. At the end, Swerve outsmarts White to win. This battle was a chess match strategy. Kirkizan presses a similar scenario how White cheated to beat Roosh. Swerve anticipated a low blow to block White. This after progressed, both men hit finishers while White kicked out Swerve's stomp. Swerve ate a bread blade runner, but he. Per- Conveniently run out of the ring to safely prevent the pinfall. Switchblade was sharpening up for Hirsch with Super Suplex. He had Blade Runner locked and running, loaded. However, Sword counter for a roll up to escape with victory. Now we got through two weeks of Gold League Common Class Tournament. Started to develop layers of storytelling. All three matters first serve a square pitcher. Master Swerve on this. With six points apiece, Tisha Japan building for a mighty showdown. Both showdown literal injuries, America soon. Moxie Knee should be targeted in future matchups. Eric could take a proper advantage of potential, potential limitations. He squared. Roosh is back on the wing trap as a leg issue. Deal with El El Toro Blanco sold his damage, so well he may wonder if real injury took place. Briscoe Lethal is sitting in the bottom with zero points so far. We told Pill swallowed the air goes winless. It will be definitely for. Le- lethal's legitimacy, Briscoe survived a fan favor way back up at the ladder in general. The devil challenges NJF. Let's now talk about that. NJF challenged Harry Ray for a promo hype in world title defense against Samoa Joe World's End. 30th, he exceeded by accepting the challenge from this devil. NJF put over Joe, paying the way for his career despite not possessing a bodybuilder, Mystique. Joe proved that alternatives matter. While Joe, there might be not be an opportunity for NJF in this business. NJF patting himself on the back, paying Rose to help build an AEW. He has beaten Toss Star, Clint Coy Rose, CM Punk. No Rose and Tom Belt will be about legacy. NJF acknowledges he was like to survive Joe's search time. NJF won't hold back in the next round. He promised Joe he's not the size of a dog in a fight. He said it's about the size of the fight of the dog. NJF broke his cane in pieces and empty statements saying there will be no excuses about injury. 
Lights out, mass henchmen storms the rain, whole engine down, smojos and mix, detectives, tall shot vest, goons scared like cowards, the mask that will appear on base screen, challenge MGM and Joe to attack about next week against the unknown. And Jeff didn't hesitate to hit the match. Joe protested because he viewed this as an unnecessary risk to MGM's help. The two point first NGA promo was sharp with Brazzy reference to TNA, WWE, Cody, and Punk. It paged a larger picture that plays himself on pedestals the best. They hear the simple notion of elevating the opponent, so when actually feels important. Second, the mass devil gimmick is starting to move forward. I have to be honest, I was not impressed by the side of these goons. Hard being up clean and drawing empty bones on the window. This time they were more on chump tip, not even trying to engage with Joe's by advantage it felt a little too clean i wonder if tend to buy into the possibility of jeff as a devil the tatian situation appears to have more benefit for him the ghouls were soft on the attack and now they have a chance to tenderize joe for NJF. i don't think NJF is the devil mass devil however i think it's food for thought just psych up conversation i'm looking for next week's match to clean and tips for who's under these masks we got copeland's parting words copeland's unleashed on the violence and nick wayne who just to the hospital Copeland's target squared on hurting Christian K for a TNT championship. Christian offered response to the mass challenge. So Christian called Copeland to speak his face to the face. Christian told a tale of fetch his soul searching, trying to manipulate Copeland to believe a change of heart. <sighs> Christian referenced their childhood friendship as believe rather be enemies. He cited a team together as gesture of good faith to Copeland's departing martyr. As Copeland turned back to Tom Tent Punishment, Christian tried to slutter sneak attack. Copeland was no dope. Kicked in the nugs, put Christian the mat on the mat. Christian versus Copeland for TNT Championship goes down next week on Dynamite. The talking is done. Copeland brought a full circle part words. Parting words go fuck yourself. This was a nice callback to Christian initial reply to Copeland's first promo. It's an attempt to recall him wasn't losing. I was laying thick with no show manipulation. It was funny to hear the crowd react when Christian mentions Copeland's father's childhood, like the expert he is. Christian rolls with it, saying not claiming to be Copeland's father. Smooth, even smoother with Copeland not falling for manipulation. Bring on the fight. So let's go to the rest of let's go to the remainder of Dynamite. Warlow defeated AR Fox. A high five took to Warlow, even scored a 450 splash. Warlow wore the sword, then Ray Payne on opponent with two powerbombs. Small time. Warlow hit one more powerbomb, extra force. Ref saw enough, way up the match. Warlow's destruction continues. He is a man on mission. So, yeah, Fox did score enough for this, the Powerbomb Symphony. Yeah, Warlow's on a path towards MJF. So, MJF's going to retain. It's hitting towards Warlow taking the belt for MJF. Flight and Entra Drive defeat Party Party. The belt marked the return of Dante Martin for injury to Hanson Hotel. The accident built a hot tag. Dante Stravis at Crater Atism. Hardy party at control stretch falls to go. I stretch the over. Tough fly and drive to slick. High flying outside to down Hardy's. Cassidy round the receiving end of a triple team. Dante closes the same slam. Muscle flex. From all parties of all the strategy moment attaining, Chris pays the time. He's gonna put hands on the turn home now. Maybe it's special look good. Didn't see but Bane's face moves. Hot fly drive. Team on the line. Bashay, Pentagon, pros the trip. Evil, the evil, the commanders, partners. That contest is going to rock.
previous champion, hard defeated Emi Sakura. Household's effects are her chosen to pitch no way by submission. The queen pulls her force on the champion. Again, the hard. The referee threw his band. Now, damage right for picking. Back to a clear path for Moonsault to win. Fought tough, turn made Rocker Hart win all impress him. Hardest dangle victory, that was a rain. Chant the five moves, I'll say once the cleanest side was too close. Horn had a further roll. Hart was in rare. The veteran followed the moment. Cleared up by providing a resolution by soccer rolling the move. Alright, Byron Dance was commentary for the Connell Classic match. He's also delivered match to the next opponent in Kingston. Nelson Chai comes up with shaking the cough at the feet. Nelson will hope that he comes to win. That's a very passion, voltage, motion, motivation. <laughs> Sting's final match will be a revolution, March 3rd, 2024. There's also a paper will take place in Greensboro, Coliseum, North Carolina. This venue has a special meeting at home. So Stan's breakout moment wrestling Ric Flair to a four-minute draw in 1988. Stan Flair's honored to be in Sting's side for his last ride. Torso had a title defense schedule next week. She was feeling fatigued and dehydrated to partying too hard. Maria Mays ready to show what she could do in the ring. Newcomer knocked on Tony Khan. Door to make it a match. So Dante Martin shined bright in a return after a devastating injury. My match of the night was Roosh versus Mike Briscoe. Even though Swerve versus Jay was Danny, I'm rolling with Roosh and Briscoe to a physicality with a rube tooting slobbernogger. To me, it was a solid night. Action all night long with sore aspects chugging along. The tournament started to sell itself on natural drama. So that's my thoughts on Dynamite. Let's And now let's go straight to like the rampage spoilers. Okay, let's get to that. All right, first the first match: Cass- Orange Cassidy, Trent Barreta, Don, ha- Don Hansen, and Hook defeated Danny Magic, Angelica Parker, Evil Uno, and Alex Reynolds in an eight-man tag match. Don Hansen rolled up Magic for the win. Shavat interviewed Flair, staying in a ring to hype up Sting's retirement match at Revolution 2024 on March 3rd. Mm-hmm. Taros Hubs, Kanosuke Takashi, and Vetra in action for a quick squash against the Jobbers in a trails match. Don Cass cut a promo after the match was over. He called Shido Stanler Blue, defeated Saria Riso and Jay in a trails match. Blue pinned Ruby. Jay was upset with Soho after the match. Mm-hmm. El Hidro Davino 
Penta Zeta commanded to defeat Brian K, J. Drake, Henry in a trios match, Vigo defeated Drake with first 630 at Flash after Cage walked down his team. So that was the spoils for this week's Rampage. This week's Rampage. So yeah, alright, let's go say to him. Um, yeah, so Ring of Honor now. Let's go straight to Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor. Alright, that's all right. It's Ring of Honor. Shit. Ring of Alright, we're at Ring of Honor now. Let's Ring of Honor. This week, Eddie King and Kingston takes on Lee Johnson. Alright, this week's Ring of Honor starts off. Dina complained to Bing Starks about losing their tag team match with Rousey and Mia Shepherd last week. Dina says Starks can fix things tonight and lead a winner match with Shepherd later this evening. And Dina goes off on Kingston for his comments about champs carrying their weight last week. We didn't know better. It all found that she was challenging to a match. Alright, so basically we got Ring of Honor World Champion Eddie Kingston defeating Lee Johnson Pooley Grand Match. Eddie Kingston hit Lee Johnson for spinning back to score the pinfall victory. The infantry to be the boys. The infantry and one of the boys. The boot camp scored a pinfall victory. Reggie Allen backstage. Mary ask from the Elring. Elring cruises over taking to the Renegade Twins for the attack on Leah Hirsch. Hirsch arrives says she's okay. Wants to know more what Renegade Gates. Uh, Kenneth claims she was just introducing herself to them. Both women say they'll be there for Hirsch. They're matched there tonight. And we saw her defeat Trisha Dora. Emma Sucker hit the Trisha Dora with a bar fight backbreaker to score the pinfall victory. Uh, Le- Leah Hirsch from Mercus and Rachel Ellering defeated Heather Reckless. Leah Hirsch locks Reckless in a cross arm to win a match by submission. Willie Mack defeated Robert Anthony. Willie Mack beating Anthony with a sit down powerbomb to win the pinfall match by pinfall. Will Bayside redeem himself at the Dina Ring of Honor tonight. Starks, Starks defeated Sheffer. Starks hit Starks 10 on Marina Sheffer. Scored the pinball victory. Starks attacked Sheffer after the match. Dina and Alexina come out and grounds the real Starks scratch for MIT in 2023. Minions in training and hitting a swerve. And Dina announces Alexina is a military and nothing else. Billy Starks gets upset, confronts Athena, but eventually backs down. Billy Starks snaps on a ramp attack. Dina holds the Ring of Our Women's World Champ for throwing it down. Dalton Cats defeated Eno Uno, Evil Uno, in a survival of the figure's luminary match. Dalton Cats hit Uno Uno with a bang of rings, scored a pinfall victory. Tony going backstage, but it starts confronting him, says he wants a shot. Khan says she can't control Grash from MIT, but he can give her a child shot against Athena in final battle. Brandon Cutler and Colton Ban- Cabana defeated Trevor Allah, GPA. Coco Bear scores a pinfall victory for his team. Commander Fiend Ginger Loco, Gringo Loco, for the survival of the fittest. Let him, let him eat a match. Well, this makes sense. Commander hit Gringo Loco with a running shield. So I press out the belt to score a pinfall victory for a match. The eighth page Tony is confirmed. Sterling Nice, our backstage is playing to a journey about Commander Ethan Page. Page says he wants the rematch, doesn't care when he needs to have it done. Lynch says there will be a rubber match. Sterling will be allowed to ringside. The handcuffs to stay on the match. Okay. LFI defeats the Pentacle Angelico. Preston Vance hits the Pentacle Lariat to score the pinfall victory for his team. Naya Rose defeats Zoe Lynn. Naya Rose hits Zoe Lynn with a B spawn to score a pinfall victory. 
Butcher and the Blade defeat Iron Savages. Butcher and Blade hit a neckbreaker pawbunk combo. Score the pinnacle victory. Brian Cage and Prince Nano defeat Andre Andrade. Brian Cage hit the Glory Bomb on Andrade to match by Pitfall. So Brian Cage celebrates the Ring of Honor wrestling goes off the air. My thoughts on this week's Ring of Honor is pretty much straightforward. So yeah, that was pretty much Ring of Honor this week to me. It wasn't that. It was. It wasn't. It. It wasn't that good, but it was still. But it wasn't that bad either. So it was okay. Yeah, Ring of Honor was okay. This week was good. Ring of Honor was okay this week. So anyway, let's get to the wrestling news. That's the three this week. Okay. Let's start with the wrestling news with... Uh, look through my notes. Oh, here's one. Here's one of my notes. The reason why CM Punk cannot mention AEW on WWE television in the similar situation with Tony Khan and AEW stars. CM Punk's return to WWE was a kickoff for the promo last Monday Night Raw, last, this week's Monday Night Raw, which saw the former multiple world champ claims he's home for a reminder locker room that he's the best in the world, he's coming for everything. Yet for the first time, many fans are throwing for a loop respect to reverse Punk to mention Sonky's departure at AEW, but there's a good reason it did not happen. So according to the OWN, Punk's under NDA will not be able to address what happened in AEW on WWE program. The same can be said for AEW. President Tony Khan, a number of AEW stars, Punk got scuffles with Chloe Ann Pay, the Bucks, and Jerry Perry. Jeff Perry is not mentioned if Kenny Meg is under NDA, but one assume he was in a room during the Brawl for All incident. AEW World Champ NJF mentioned Punk on the program, but only in a matter of the few that I had while Punk was still in the, within the company. So yeah, uh, Punk and Tony Khan are on NDA, so it's pretty much what it is. So yeah, no more Punk, no more just bullshit Tony Khan Punk. Let's move on. So let's move on for this. So yeah, let's get to it. We got the injury updates. Let's talk about injury updates from from the world our world champ this week AJF. It's been reported AEW World Champ towards Liberium during his recent offense against JY Full Gear back in November. And James Sucker from the new deleted tweet that was seen walk with a cane this week's Wednesday Diamond to his separate injuries hip. The latest for Andrew was still planning to work his title match against someone at World's End. According to WON, there's still a case Andrew is not planning to search for his tour in Labrum, but instead will go go stem cell therapy and rehab has done surgery most likely will be shelved for, you for a few months as for where NJF wrestles before world's end reports that the NJF believes he could work and just do careful so can mirrors match up to his big showdown with some more Joe NJF is currently in the midst of the longest AEW world title all time his first one year chance champ retaining his white and full gear so yeah um, so yeah Oh, there's another big news. Mitch Hensley released by WWE. Mitchell issues statement. This is her statement. Mitchell's Mackenzie's run in WWE's own. It's a statement. Alright, the NXT Basher interview many episodes revealed in a post she wrote. She was released by WWE. She met her husband, went to her country from CT Florida for NXT, a place considered home. Met friends, come like family, said firmly door closing. Another open. Oh yeah, she used to work for Impact Wrestle. That's good. She's been working WWE 2019. That's good. And let's see what happens next for her. I don't. I don't care. But let's see what. I don't care. So yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, there's some news from, from UFC Hall of Famer Daniel Kumeyer. He says Gunther is new all-time favorite wrestler. Daniel, Daniel Kumeyer has a new favorite wrestler all the time. UFC Hall of Famer, former light heavyweight. Chance spoke of his love professional wrestler as a recent but Ariel Owen from MMA. Howard Ducey probably loved Brandon Sanders, visionary Seth Rollins, but said the current reign will WWE under contract. Gunther takes a spot. He talks about the boy Gunther. He says he's so good. He says the favorite wrestler all time is my favorite. He has surpassed the match. I love upset, but Gunther got to fight while back with Cody Rhodes. The Young Bucks, they were two two big flips. It really pissed me off. All that blitz, like, what about Biasai? A splash. Gunther moves or a sleeper hole, bar bomb, and does a splash off the top rope. It's also Gunther recently became a longest reign IC champion history. <laughs> Surpassed the legendary honking talk man. Those are interviews. Kabir speaks about Miss Saman name. Why do you think the former Sasha Banks is going to return to WWE celebrate how CM Punk did last Saturday? So, yeah. Daniel Kumi's opinions on life. So, who cares? Honestly, who cares for Daniel Kumi? You can eat shit. Anyway. Alright, one more news. Okay, the other chick gives advice to Logan Paul. In a recent episode of Six Feet Under, some some e some only fan shit. Hall of Famer Taker commands the US champ Logan Paul press up news in a match. However, he wants to see Paul focus more on storytelling. He says, Dude, I tell you what is amazing. Guys like him, obviously incredibly athletic. I met him once at a WrestleMania last year, Lele Briefly. Man, if he wanted, I think, really, really special. It doesn't mean that he could do everything. I mean, he kind of invested some time, too. I think once he's doing it, we're already with. Like, pretty astounding. <coughs> really, it's not easy to get in, have a match the caliber that quick. I think he's a little more, he needs a little more work in storytelling department. <laughs> So basically, yeah, like this is about Logan Paul. Undertaker's advice to Logan Paul: work on your storytelling and stuff. So yeah, that was Ring of Honor. It's some wrestling news. So let's uh, let's. All right, we're at SmackDown now. We're at SmackDown. Let's get to SmackDown. All right. This week's SmackDown, days after issuing a warrant to Bloodline could avenge the assault that cost an 18 month of his career, Randy Orton returned to SmackDown Friday night on Fox. With the Apex getting their hands on Jimmy Uso's Cola or in Paul Hayner, perhaps they got him first. Elsewhere on the show, yesterday's champion, Logan Paul, returned to the show. Kevin Owens battled Grayson Waller. Find out which these superstars were up to, how it affected entering the month of 2023, how each month segment graded out with this recap of December 1st from the Barclays Center in Brooklyn. And it's got the match card, Return of Orton, the appearance by the United States champion Logan Paul, Kevin Owens versus Grayson Waller, Damage Control appearance, Butch versus Bobby Lashley. Let's get to it. Alright, let's let's get to this big thing. Uh, okay. I'm looking through my notes. Um, notes. This is it. The notes. I'm trying to find my notes. And you know what? All right. Yeah. Yeah. 
basically more to this there's more to understand this week I'm, I'm sorry I'm just okay Rayo returned yes this week he returned help his team win the war games based on Final four then he was Orton was at, additionally Orton attempted offers both Raw and SmackDown ultimately is, he wanted a chance to get revenge on Bloodline led to decision so yeah they're going for Orton will be a staple of Friday nights so let's before that, let's go to the other matches before we go Oh, we got Bobby Lash defeated Bush by a spear by pinfall. Tantos Escobar defeated Joe Queen Wild by pinfall with a phantom driver. Escobar continued to attack after the match, bringing out Dragon Lee to make the save at the leader ring. Escobar tried to execute a sneak attack on Lee, but was easily fought up by Lee. Mm-hmm. Came face to face with Paul Logan Paul. The Paul announced tournament across the championship. Oh, Paul then wins the tournament and the night Paul's champion. Uh, yeah, Grayson Wall and also Derry came out and take a shot at OS4. Derry from the ring with a punch. So, Cameron wants to be in Grayson. Grayson Waller again by pinfall roll up. Theory interfered throughout the match while Paul, who had been commentary, was upset by Coleman's Owens' win. By Aka Belair, he defeated Cardi Same at pinfall, but KOD Belair opened the show with a promo, take up her time with Team's win as a series at War Game. Belair delivered a message to EO Scott. Seems coming back to get her Taliban. Just brought out damage control with ba- Bailey with Dakota High saying Belair will have to go through all damage control to get a tall shot. This was pretty much what they talked about. Smackdown. Now we go to the main thing. Orton chooses Smackdown overall. So, okay. Early in the show, Paul Heyman confronted as usual. Smackdown, Jeremy, and called all the offering the plans to offer Orton a Smackdown contract. All the told Heyman that he's going to offer to sign Orton, even he had to offer up the time bloodline and get the deal done. They all those confronted by Ron Jeremy, Ben Pierce, who may as well make his own pitch to Orton to get Orton sign on Raw. Orton King closed out the show, closed the show well. Adam Pierce waited on the contract and. Pierce offered him a shot at the World Heavyweight Champion, facing the winner of the upcoming match between Seth Ross and Jay Uso. So, all that offered on the bloodline, saying Orton could get revenge on the man who sidelined him for 18 months. Orton can make a decision. Heyman came out backstage and told Orton that the bloodline would make a decision for him. They would just make their way to Rainport Braun with Orton. Should give him the upper hand. And Eddie Knight made the same line. Orton should move to Arcade. Orton grabbed the contract. Both contracts were throwing a raw contract to the ring. Sign a smack deal with SmackDown. So, yeah. It's nice to have fresh recycle from more than 18 months ago playing a gunny for Reigns bloodline. Orton needs a spot where he can be a feature player. He's always been simply because he's a fan of Raw pitcher while Pat playing a story built on SmackDown. It also helped the show. Raw SmackDown shows with competing interests. It is one of the most consistent things in modern WWE. So, yeah, that was SmackDown in a nutshell this week. And now let's go straight to Collision. Let's go straight to Collision now. Okay, this is the f- final review of Collision. Before I go on my break, let's get to it. 
Okay, here it is. Collision. Okay. Welcome to this week's Collision. The Continental Classic Tournament continue with three more matches from Blue Black Blue Bracket this week. Two members of the Blackpool Combat Club were actually separate matches. Carter Casanova took on Brody King. Brian Danson to face the man who most to lose in his tournament, Eddie Kingston. We also saw Daniel Garcia go against Andrade El Rio and some more buildup from the World's End pay-per-view on December 30th. Let's look at this week, this week, last night. Casanova versus Brody King. At the usual rare pre-show promos from the competitors of the matches, King made his way to the ring for the first match of the night against Casanoli. Okay, these two very different kinds of powerhouses. Casanoli is like an expensive luxury car, while King is like a monster truck. They are, are each great at different things. This is a hard-hitting fight from the moment the bell rang. They were going for hold or reversals. The majority of the fight was made up by strikes. Both men left everything in the rain, delivered physical forms, and your competitor would soon forget the more punishment they dish out the harder predict who would get the win. King was able to score the win become the first man star in the blue lane go up to six points. So this is a pure fun from start to finish. Brody King defeated Casanoli. King had a cast in his hand and stopped and using an arm to strike hit strike. King ripped out the pad on top barricades and hit more when he threw Casanoli into it. King hit a bicycle somehow, both ugly at the same time. Castle hit flying off the screen. They hit an uppercut quarter, the best moment of the match. Kira Hogan versus Abandon after recent making her first telling appearance in many months. Abandon was back in an action take on Kira Hogan. Abandon was trying to intimidate Hogan with her strange behavior. Former baddie quickly gained her closure, started dishing out offense. You can tell they didn't have a lot of expert experience working together. The vast different styles led to a couple weird, awkward moments, but most of what we got was decent. Benny used a unique version of DET to pick up the win. The lights went out and the match when it came on. Julie Hart was in a range. She disappeared again, but it was clean done. Set up a feud or alliance. Time will tell. Abandoned defeated Tira Hogan. Abandoned's whole stag is great. It was a great Halloween costume to cosplay. Fans with tap. Hogan does some good work in Orange recently. Anyone want to see some more for her should check it out. Abandoned's finisher rules. Garcia versus Edo book a look at the get mood board and out. Garcia was already once beaten by Casanoli. Uh, Casanoli, but it's the first for the Edo this tournament. Unlike King versus Casanoli, um, unlike King versus Casanoli, this fight started for the standard exchange holds counters. These men both pride themselves are great, great, great traditions. They were trying to wrestle each other instead of throwing punches. The forward leader, FI, might have a big vampire advantage, but he found himself in the defense that the red jab started working on his leg. They traded upper hand at multiple times throughout the match, but like Garcia was the one controlling the pace. Just as good as one opening bout for a completely different reason. It's a physical fight, but it was a more technical. Garcia did his best, but it was just a little too much for this week. He picks up the win to score, to score to six points. They show each other respect by shaking heads once it was over. Mm-hmm. Alito won. We got Roger Strong. Spojo had a fun ratchet backstage for this match. Getty Magic called the caravan pervert. Not to get cool clothes was hilarious. Having mentioned no interference on a regular basis, highlighted AW uses interference a little too much in both situations. Totally has been a best, rough and fresh air. Iron Savages versus Kingdom. House of Black versus Daniels inside out. Riley Company, Tavia back 
Right into the ring for a match to get the Irish Savages. Even though power, big powerhouse has gotten this early offense, this ended up being a relatively quick victory for the Kingdom. It was a squash, but it was close. Even with a short light, the, the action we got was good. good. The Irish Savages have been on the raid for a long time. I'd see them get more screen time. The Kingdom defeated the Irish Savages. Miami got another tag team against the dance. Side out, take it out. I got Black, Buddy Matthews. Side out, Matthews side about Rick Weeks. Jane take down corners. Once it's time for Black and Daniels to tag in. House of Black become more aggressive. They fought, brought through a break. And to the next segment, I don't got a hot to say the masterpiece match. It was too late. Daniels had to stop Matthews. Black master tied. Give Hob the win. It's uh, Hub, come for Hub at the match. Black try to recruit them to the house. No, no, this. No one. Black map is dumb, dumb, but you know, nobody can to say you have to art. Talk. How to talk. Um. Apparently, I was going to tell you stuff. Deal. He's, he's afraid of a deal. You look at me. Who are you? They got a deal. Step off. Both a deal. A deal. It's a fair. It's a fair. It's everything. I'm going to And I'm going a deal. You can both go away. You don't, you don't want to be. It's a problem. You know, that could you know, could up. They laughed because they, they were issues. Issues. They issues. Started the problems. They don't see. They couldn't work things. They they couldn't involve. Work things out. They couldn't work things out. We breakdowns. Shoot. Oh, I'm trying to try to kill you. Maybe you should. We could have worked this. That was the issue. Maybe you should. This is the final wrestling issue. Compromise. Figure what you want to do. Alright. Alright. I'm sorry. So I'm uh, drifted off. Alright. House of Black to be Christopher Daniels. And next side out. Again, it was Etienne for the HLB after the match. Basically, I say that Black tried to creep through the house. I tried to look itch- like Black Matthews jumped them. Then started pointing out how no one came to save FTR. So yeah, we got a clip of Roddy screaming the world ass at the top of his lungs to go circulate a lot of social media. Boulder had no right to have Moose. I looked that good. Matthews countersided all somewhat. Sunset flip was great. Back foot, black back fit by the powerball was a hell of a counter. Any good? We got Kip Sabian versus Victino. Sabian Vecchino met with someone in proud to match. The AAA Mega Champs. A lot of flyer, but Sabian edge out competitors on right. Fast paced with high spots, sprinkled upon the crowd. It's more of a filler match than else, but Sergei Fella served the purpose, gave the fans attention some moments, and making a basic human highlight reel. Sabian uh, King Kong's got a few wins for times, but the had a number hit a three or victory here off Sabian's hand, but his sportsmanship was rejected. But he know defeated Sabian, 
Charlie Storm, Sky Blue gave individual problems backstage. Storm St. Pay upset that Red Paquette is interfering her side of RJ City. Free Splash at the side rope was nuts. We go to the main event. Brian Danson versus Eddie Kingston. The main event this week while well, show was a CC tournament between Danson and Kingston. Both men are school strikers, but Kingston's size gave an edge where they tried shots. So American Giant tried to rely on Tyler Globilly, out wrestled the RH World Champion, and then New Japan's Charge. Read the three competitor matches, saw it felt different, nor equally entertaining. Customer for the King was a slugfest. Garcia Ilu was a more technical encounter. Sport fell somewhere in the middle. Kings already lost one storm, so it was a sense of inspiration performance on her hand. Danson was trying to keep his eyes safe while dishing out as much damage as possible. Kingston started focusing on Danson's injured orbital bone during the second half. But the American Drag kept this other fight and is running him knee for the win. So Danson defeated Eddie Kingston. So yeah. Uh-huh. Danson. Yeah, here's a moment. Danson actually went to the eye patch store, gave the biggest one you have. Kingston floor dancing with stepchild's great. I guess and this is a match, so her child's were hitting where had an ego. So here's my final thoughts on Collision. From a ring ring standpoint, this might have been about a top three episode of Collision since it's her debut. That three outstanding matches in the Continental Class tournament. We also got some different story progression to do different feuds. Times 24, capitalized on every second TV tie. Madness Argan at Pants and Shine might be an interesting heart. FTR Hub, I had a big match. And Bureau's Wi Fi had a hug for a minute, moment. And all the shows fill it. Everyone did a great job. Make sure no more weak segments. So, yeah, this was a great concert. This week's collision was pretty good. Yeah, it was a great week of collision. Mm-hmm. That was this week's collision. Oh, one more thing. Not, not New Heart. Okay, this is the last podcast. Probably this is a podcast till I till twenty four twenty twenty four. So I'll see you all in January. Uh, bye bye.